0: This is episode 180 of the IDRA Class Notes
1: podcast. The one goal, if we are to be successful as leaders, is to build the capacity with the teachers that they know exactly what's needed in the classroom. They know how to align their lessons. We are beginning to have critical mass where teachers now understand what's needed. They understand who they're serving. They understand that there might be some, some rough times with their kids. They know that, but they take the challenge.
0: Welcome to IDRA's Class Notes podcast. I am Dr. Nilka Aviles. And with me, I have Mr. Greg Rivers, principal at Ball Academy, and Ms. Rawan Hamaday, Relay principal. We have been providing professional development for the district here at Ball Academy in inferencing and reasoning. And in the process of doing so, we have talked about developing a growth mindset in order to increase student academic achievement. To elaborate on the growth mindset concept, we're talking about how do we push students to bring out their own confidence in understanding that they have the capabilities, their abilities and potential to achieve at high levels and that they can do so in spite of the odds that life could bring. So we have shown the work of Dr. Carol Dweck along with the work of Dr. Wood and Dr. Harris to the teachers. And I have seen in classroom visits that that information is being shared with the students. So I'd like to know from new leaders, how do we develop teachers to have a vision of students that includes this growth mindset?
1: So last year, we showed some uh, growth mindset videos to our teachers. And we also wanted them to continue that work by posting a growth mindset poster. They could choose what poster they want to put in their room as a anchor so that students can see what it is to have a growth mindset. And then usually at the beginning of the year, we ask our teachers to show them several videos from Class Dojo that talks about a cartoon character who does not have a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. It shows him learning to have, have that positive uh, outlook about himself and how he works. And then, of course, throughout the year, as teachers keep working with students, it's what we say to them when they do finish their assignments, when they complete their assignments and maybe they didn't do as much as they need, what do we talk to them about? And so what we noticed is we noticed that there was a gradual increase in the improvement of their, what they were doing. Uh, it's a long process. Uh, we still have much work to do because the older the student we're finding out, the more we need to work on that, the more we need to polish that. With our younger students, we tend to be giving a better traction for that because we're just forming their work habits. Mm-hmm. So it will look different in each grade level. That's, that's kind of the way we started. This year, we're extending it. And we have a few teachers that have gone beyond the, the class dojo videos and gone to some more inspirational videos that they use. One of my fifth grade teachers, he actually makes that part of his, his instructional program, is building a growth mindset. And he's starting to get amazing results from that. You see it in the way his students are working. You also see it in his, uh, his scores, his assessments. You're seeing that positive influence that it has. And so, what we're going to do as leaders is, we need to make sure that's just not with one teacher, but that kind of message and that kind of effort permeates throughout the campus.
2: Ms. I think uh, another big piece that I know Mr. Rivers and I both do is that we model, um, we lead by example, so we definitely exhibit that growth mindset with our teachers because Ultimately, it's like we have a big classroom of adults. So we, we modeled that. Another big piece that I think really changed the mindset um, of teachers was last year as administrators, we each took a group of students and worked with the students. Those were the students that I guess the entire campus was saying before we came on board that they couldn't make it. They were the lowest group. And we, we really worked with them on the growth mindset. And the kids within a month, were the top performing students at the campus. They jumped about 40 percentage points on their state assessment, and I think that was one of the biggest pieces. And so everybody realized it doesn't just happen at other campuses, it happens at Ball Academy too with our
0: kids. That's great that all these things are happening, and more so that there's evidence in terms of the students' academic work, the assessments that you're providing, that there's been a a growth. How should teachers then model I mean you model it for them, how can teachers model it for students? What do you expect for them to do so that the kids actually can continue in that direction?
1: We speak a lot about shrinking the change and as Ms. Amade said, our presence is always in their classrooms. We feel like that's the biggest uh, piece that we have is to make sure that we are being a positive role model but also watching them in the class. A couple of things that we've done, uh, we are introducing what we call aggressive monitoring. And what aggressive monitoring is going to do, how it connects to the growth mindset is, a teacher monitors the student's independent work in, in chunks, we call them laps. They are giving the student a check if they got it correct, giving some positive feedback. If they got it wrong, they can use various things, an X, a circle, whatever, whatever the teacher has been using What that is doing, what the teachers are telling me that's doing is, students are wanting to work harder to get the check. So we're shrinking it. We're shrinking the success in these small bite-sized time periods. And now you have students like, oh, I want to get a positive feedback from my teacher, so what do I have to do? So based on that, the teacher creates what we call an exemplar, the actual activity that the teacher creates, and she uses this exemplar to make sure that the students are getting that exemplar, and I remember uh, watching a brand new teacher. Cause she's she's someone struggling with her classroom management, as normal first year teachers mm-hmm. do. And she, we were in PLC, and she smiled. She said, "Oh, it works." I said, "When I went by, everybody wanted make sure that I went went by them and checked their work." So when you hear teachers sometimes say, "Well, they don't want to do it," but when you start to break it into these small pieces and the kids get success with a few items on their assignments, then you start to build it. So it starts. it's a slow process, but if you continue to do it, if you're consistent with it, you should get great results.
0: That's great because that's one of the things that we talked about, that we have to really focus on even the small successes that they're having and capitalize on those so that it will be like the stepping stones to move forward to the greater achievement.
1: I'll have Ms. Hameda speak to it. One of our teachers has really gone an extra mile. So we're, I mentioned one teacher before in fifth grade. Now we have a third grade teacher. So we're starting Mm -hmm. to build critical mass. Mm -hmm. Critical mass is starting to happen with with our teachers. And what we're doing as modeling this. We modeled it. We shared with them. We, We did the PD. We showed them examples of master teachers doing this and some videos. And then what we noticed that most teachers went and turned around the PD right away when normally you don't get that kind mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. feedback but it's personal it's what we need It's what they tell us that our students are still struggling with the growth mindset we've provided them with a tool that we think will, will make their classes more successful and make their students more successful
0: right
2: definitely um, and I know mr. Rivers was talking about one of our third grade teachers who started implementing the aggressive monitoring And so what the kids are seeing is they're seeing success in chunks, like Mr. Rivers was saying. But I noticed a huge difference in the students and the teachers did as well. They were pointing out to the students, hey, look, you're being successful. Look, you did the understand portion of the problem-solving process correctly. And the kids were cheering and they were excited. There was actually a kid in there that, that was calling me and was saying, come here, come here. My teacher's helping the other one, but come help me because... I want to get better I want to get my peppermint because they get prizes for that too and he was like I'm trying I'm trying he was erasing his paper because he I guess he didn't pull out a different sheet of paper but he was trying it again because he wasn't giving up they're developing that growth mindset and they know if they try again and if they seek help they can be successful
0: well that's excellent because you know we want the kids to first of all believe in themselves that they have the abilities and, and the potential to achieve it that they put forth the effort, and at the same time, if they're not there yet, that there's still that hope that they can get there. You know, it's not that, well, you got stuck there and you're gonna get it wrong and that's it. No, you're just not there yet. You keep on moving to get to that performance level that he or she needs to be at.
2: And I think that that's half the battle. Um, I think as a teacher, if you believe in your kids and you can get your kids to believe in themselves,
0: then you're good. That's exactly right. Well, so what other steps as leaders you have in mind to continue this transformational work here at Ball? Because I know you started it last year, and then we came in and embedded it into our work, mm-hmm. in, our, in our Inferencing and Reasoning PD. Right. So we reiterated and validated what you guys were doing, and now it's, I can see it, that it's like elevating the foundation that you have set. So what, what are the next plans, next actions, that will continue this transformational work here at Ball?
1: The one goal, if we are to be successful as leaders, is I guess an analogy to say work ourselves out of the job. I, I say that because my goal this year is to build the capacity with the teachers that they know exactly what's needed in the classroom. They know how to align their lessons. They know how to align their assessments. Mm-hmm. So to give you an example of that, when we first came, we were the only two people plus our coaches speaking this language none of our teachers talk that way well this year we're not the only two speaking that language all of our teachers speak that language and so it's been a challenge but we're starting to see how we are beginning to have critical mass where teachers now understand what's needed they don't have to be i say tightly managed in that sense We still are working with them. It's still a work in progress, but the goal is by the third year, the capacity is there with them to basically, they know exactly what students need. We're gonna train them and we'll continue training them on these rigor models like aggressive monitoring. And so what we like to do next year is simply just move to what I call a second order change, where everyone understands what to do, they understand who they're serving. They understand that there might be some, some rough times with their kids. They know that, but they take the challenge. And we don't hear that that's the lowest group anymore mm-hmm. because what we, we're having them do is look at the child. What does the child need instructionally to get better? And so we're starting to see that kind of momentum. So I have a saying, and it's not my saying, Nothing from another principal. When we turned the high school around, she said, Greg, I didn't change one student's mind. I changed the teachers, the way the teachers behave, the way the adults behave. And so we saw that last year and we're seeing more of that as we could enter our second year.
0: Great, because that's some of the things that we need to do. It starts with the adults. Mm-hmm. Like if we want the kids to really grow their mindset, they need to hear the adults. I expect that. And, and model that and guide them through the whole process. It is important that, that as adults we continue that modeling and that thinking you know, with the students because there's so many challenges that our, our kids sometimes face that it's difficult sometimes for them to stay focused but if they hear it every day, if they hear that communication every day, you have the potential, you can do it. Put forth the effort. You're not there yet. We're gonna get you there they will achieve, and then you will have results. Anything else you want to add?
2: I think one of the other things that we are going to do also is we're recording pieces of teachers' lessons, and we're going to point out the instances where the teacher is developing growth mindset and where the students are exhibiting growth mindset. And I know uh, Mr. Rivers posts a lot of stuff on Schoology, so hopefully posting those videos on there and starting a comment thread so the teachers can discuss where they are seeing it and get different ideas from other teachers
0: on our campus. And that's a great support system right there because then it, as colleagues, we support each other.
2: Right. And that's a great
0: thing. Well, thank you so much for this great podcast and information that we're going to share with others because you're doing great work at Wall, And I wanted to make sure that we validated your work.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics, go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.